Welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston. For over two decades, Rabino and Langwell Partners have been helping the people of Boston plan for retirement. And now, the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Hello again and welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Exactly what it sounds. If you're listening on the radio and you have to get out of the car or you don't have time to listen to the whole show, that's okay. We've got it online for you. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can even find it on our website, which is 365retirement.com. Each week, we bring in one of the guys from Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners. Today, Ryan Marston is with us. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Randy. You know, this past week has been... You know, it's like the we've started to see signs of spring, it's the true spring coming around with like the weather we've had and, mm-hmm. you know, a few days there and just things are going good. Things are going good. You know, I was just thinking before the show here, you know, one of the things that you guys talk about is this is not your father's retirement plan and, and mm-hmm. it takes kind of a new mindset. And I started thinking back to some of the, like things like the cars that my dad drove. My dad drove a Dodge Dart for years. What a piece of crap that was. <laughs> and he just drove it for years. He loved that car, but that car didn't have automatic windows. It didn't have GPS. It had an AM radio because I know this because I drove it as a teenager. And and it was a whole different kind of a mindset back then. Now cars are completely different. And, and in the same way, we can probably say that same thing, that the way that your mom and dad planned for retirement is not the way that you're going to plan for retirement. And I mean, when you sit down with people, it's a whole different dynamic now, isn't it? It really is. You know, one of the analogies I would use before was like in comparing certain things was like, you know, if, if you're buying a car and you had the roll up windows and, you know, you wanted to buy something, you know, the extra, you got the automatic windows, but like no one really even knows what roll up windows are anymore. I know. Right? I don't even think those are, those haven't been a thing for a while. So I think my analogy is starting to get a little bit outdated <laughs> and I don't know if I can use that anymore, but yeah, no, everyone is, you know, the climate we're in right now has really altered things a lot. Like I saw some headlines last week that, you know, due to inflation concerns, some people who might have retired in the last few years are actually, you know, being forced to go back mm-hmm. into the working world just due to their concerns of inflation and how long it will last and what the impact will be in their retirement. And there is just a lot of concerns today you want to be aware of as you're getting ready for retirement and in retirement. And it seems like more nowadays than there have been in, in recent history. Well, one of the things that is kind of a throwback that we're dealing with right now is inflation. Back in the 70s and the 80s, we had some very high inflation and interest rates were very high and all of that. Well, we're back to it again. Here we are. We have the highest inflation rate in 40 years. They just had the new one, 8.5%. And in different cities, it's higher than that. So the Fed is going to try to raise interest rates and try to tamp this down. And now there's another word that's coming into the vocabulary in the financial news, and that is recession. This is Mark Tepper speaking on Fox Business. Right now, the Fed Fund Futures is expecting eight more hikes this year. That would put us at nine total hikes. And I don't think the market or the economy can handle nine hikes. I think the economy will break before we get those nine hikes in. And unfortunately, that's not going to Mm. cure the inflation problem. So, you know, it's kind of a catch-22. And I think the Fed's going to have to hike us into a recession and continue hiking while in a recession. All right. That doesn't sound good. The economy will break. I hate to hear something like that. But uh, none of us wants to lose money in any market and certainly right before retirement. So what 
do you say to people who come in right now, Ryan, and this is one of their main concerns? It's a valid concern, right? And you need to make sure you take a look at how things will affect you. That's always like kind of the bird's eye view. How, do, how does that, all this going to affect you? And in order to take a look at how things affect you, you really have to take a look at what you're currently doing, what your current investments are, your strategies, your, your retirement plan, right? You have to take a real deep dive inside your retirement plan and make sure, you know, what you did five years ago there's a good chance that needs to be altered and reconfigured, whether it be for accounting for an increased inflation number in today's rates. Like CPI came out last week, year over year, it was eight and a half percent. That's like the highest, I think it was like since the 80s. And that, that, I mean, that's a significant number. So you really do need to, at least in the short to intermediate term, account for things like increased inflation and maybe make alters to your retirement plan, accounting for the inflation numbers, but maybe making some changes to actually your investments to accommodate and, and kind of reflect some of the changes going on there. So what does that mean? So that means we have to have more money. So that means we talk about on this show is building more income. So we talk about restructuring some things. Does that mean going toward dividend paying stocks and things like that that throw off more income? You want to make sure you have the right overall allocation, right? I always say, too much of one thing is probably isn't good, but moderation and making sure you have the right balance between certain asset classes is extremely important. Uh, you might have a fixed income bucket that gives you a fixed income stream. And, uh, you know, in today's environment, your inflation concerns in increased cost and expenses going forward, well, your fixed income bucket might not be able to offset some of that. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's why it's so important to have a growth bucket in, in different types of buckets that can help account for things like inflation. And you may need some dividend paying stocks if you have the appetite to be in the market or in, in different areas, other areas outside of just the fixed income sources to help combat the inflation. Well, then we also talk about increasing income in retirement, and that's kind of where we're going to go next. When we have times like this, people tend to go to those places that are more conservative that, well, you know, the, if the market's going to go wonky on you, where do you go? There's stocks, there's bonds. So people tend to go toward bonds. They'll go to CDs, they'll go to annuities, they'll go to these different places. And there's an article in USA Today that says that some of these things, mainly bonds and annuities, are not keeping up with inflation. So what do you say to that? I mean, 8.5%, uh, I don't see a bond out there that's getting me 8.5%. No. Bond rates are historically low in terms of their yield. Not only when you're looking at what you're yielding and the interest rate they're giving off in terms of a payment on a you know, monthly, quarterly basis, they're actually experiencing quite a dive this year too. So if you look at like, you know, the, it's an ETF, it's AGG, it's U.S. Aggregate Bond Fund, you know, year to date, it's down over over 8%. And it's only yielding or throwing off interest payments of 1.95%, wow. historically low level. So, you know, you do need to be careful. And there's a place, you know, for certain types of bonds and in, in bonds inside of a portfolio, but you, you it's not the place you're going to go to combat inflation right now at historically low yields. And especially in a rising interest rate environment, you can get hurt there, just like you see that drop on that year-to-date return. You know, that's partly due to a rising interest rate environment. So the rising interest rates has an inversion effect on bonds. As, mm -hmm. as the rate goes up, bonds go down. So the new bonds that you buy will probably be a little bit better. Does that also have the same effect on something like an annuity? As interest rates go up, I would think that the annuity market would be a little bit better, might pay off a little bit better. Is this a place to look? Yeah, it is. I mean, as interest rates go up, you know, you might be able to get a better interest rate just from in terms of return. You might be able to get a better payout. You always 
always want to take a look at what the current environment and like what the current outlook of the economy, rising interest rates, how it's going to infect whatever you're purchasing and be able to make adjustments along the way. There's a lot of different types of annuities. Mm -hmm. And when you're looking at them, you know, if you're looking at it for a fixed income stream, a lot of the annuities have different types of payouts that, you know, can combat inflation or might might have just a fixed level of income they, they throw off. So you just got to be careful and you want to make sure you look into whatever options you're exploring, really go over the pros and cons of whatever it might be. Can you build into the 365 retirement plan when I talk about income and increasing income in your retirement years? As inflation goes up, we lose buying power. So we want our money to go up like we get a raise at work. Can you give yourself a raise in retirement when you build your plan? Absolutely can. There's a lot of different ways of doing it with different buckets of money or like we were just talking about certain types of annuities. Most of them have once you elect to take the payout option, there's different forms of that payout option. It could be on a you know, what's in broad terms, it's a, a single or joint life payment. The single life payment is just based on your life, a potentially higher amount. The joint life payment might be based on you and your spouse's life. So whoever the survivor is between you two, that income continues. Beyond that, there's fixed levels, which you might start at a higher amount, or you can have inflation adjusted income that would increase with inflation on a yearly basis. You start at a lower level, but it does help to combat inflation going forward and potentially any worries you might have. You just got to make sure that lower amount initially is enough to you know, build into the plan and doesn't affect things negatively. Well, this idea of going into retirement for 20 or 30 years, I mean, you think of yourself, if you're in your 20s and you sat down at a job interview and you were, it was a big company, you thought, man, I could work here for a lot of years. And the, the guy looks at you and says, congratulations, we'd love to hire you, but there's one thing. We're going to pay you a certain amount the first year, and it's going to be exactly the same for the next 30 years. How would you feel about that job? Well, I wouldn't be doing too too well. You'd probably be working pretty late in life, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, You'll have to pick up a second job. Yeah, so nobody wants that. So you need your money to increase in retirement. Your income needs to go up. So if you don't have that, if if you say to yourself, if I've saved a million dollars for retirement and I break that down over the next 20, 25 years, I should be able to get this amount. Well, have you looked into having an increasing income in retirement? And that's what it is to sit down and build a plan, isn't it? It is exactly right. If you're, let's just say you're 60 years old, you know, think back 20 years ago, what your earnings were, your income was, right? And what your expenses were. Sure, it was probably enough to justify expenses, but today your earnings are far greater. Your expenses are far greater. Well, realistically, you're probably going to be in retirement for 20 years. So try to project out 20 years from now what your expenses and needs will be be. So you need to make sure your income will combat the inflation adjusted, you know, income needs 20 years from now. So, you know, that's a kind of a ballpark way to look at things. But realistically, you know, you're going to need a significant amount more 20 years from now. Well, that is what it is to sit down and build a 365 retirement plan. It's not just protection. Of course, we're going to talk about protecting your money. But we're also going to talk about getting you a stream of income that lasts your entire life and increases as you go through retirement. These are some of the things that we don't think of if we try to go on our own. Let's sit down with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, and we'll do this for you at no charge. 
If you've saved $500,000 or more for retirement, that's where the real power of planning kicks in. Social security planning and tax planning and income planning. That's where you've got enough money to work with and you can really make a difference in your retirement. Let's sit down and do just that. We do these meetings free and we also do these plans at no charge. 617-440-9365 is our number. You can set up an appointment. Let's sit down. Let's get let's get a date on a calendar and put the papers out on the table finally and work the math on this, shall we? 617-440-9365 or go to our website, very easy, 365retirement.com. As you scroll down, a window opens up, says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that, follow the prompts. We'll get a date on the calendar and really have an important discussion about you and how your retirement will work. Again, 365retirement.com. We'll be right back with more of the 365 Retirement Radio Show and podcast. Are you worried about retirement? Well, you're not alone and there is help. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. If you're ready to take the next step, call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. And welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast online. You can find us at iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can also find us on our website. If you want to listen to the whole show, you weren't able to hear the entire thing, that's okay. Go to 365retirement.com. Okay, happy Tax Freedom Day, everybody. April the 18th, Monday. Yeah, every year you hear this. The Tax Foundation does the math, and they basically do this. How long does it take you to pay off the government? All the taxes that you pay, if you were to put it front-loaded at the beginning of the year, how long would it take you to pay off the government, and then the rest is yours? And this year, it happens to be exactly on tax day, April the 18th. So... Ryan, is there really a tax freedom day in retirement? I don't think so. Is there? No, there's not. I mean, it is interesting though. It's like a little more than a quarter of the way through the year, right? Yeah. Probably like a 25 or plus, you know, percent rate thinking about it that way. For certain people, there may be a tax freedom day and that may be because you're in a very advantageous or a 0% tax bracket, you know, if, if you structured things correctly through gearing up for retirement. But there really is no tax freedom day. And, the, you know, part of the issue is it's hard to project sometimes what taxes will be just because the ongoing changes the government continues to make. And so you need to make sure you're accounting for things and taking on strategies and trying to be as tax efficient in your investment in investment management in retirement as possible. But there is very rarely a tax freedom day or tax freedom year for that matter. So we talk about the importance of building income in retirement. But then the other side of that coin is if you you take the income from the wrong place or you take too much income, this puts you into a tax problem. So it's it's kind of a Rubik's Cube, isn't it? It's it's like you get one side right and then the other side's wrong. Absolutely. Not only like taken from the wrong accounts, did you take Social Security at the wrong time and are other withdrawals impacting Social Security or did you take too much from a tax, you know, your pre-tax tax deferred account like a 401k IRA and not only are you paying increased taxes, maybe it's affecting Medicare premiums and surcharges and things like that that you you're not sometimes not as aware of as just the plain old tax that you have to pay on the money. But it is very easy 
to make minor errors, which become very costly, you know, when projecting down the road. And in minor errors that build up on a yearly basis, you know, in retirement can really hurt the, you know, future projections of your retirement plan, maybe in your estate plan for that matter. So there might be a bunch of people this weekend that are doing their taxes at the last second. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably because they every year have to write the government a big check. And mm -hmm. so they've wait, waited to, until now to do this. So there might be people listening to the radio right now doing their taxes. And you're sitting down and you're going, oh, my gosh, I got to write yeah. an $8,000 check, a $10,000 check, a $15,000 check to the government again this year. Man, I don't want to do that in retirement. Hopefully I'll be in a lower tax bracket. Is that usually the case, Ryan? A lot of the time when we sit down with people and we're really starting to analyze things, I will show them that will that, you know, based on their current projections, that will not be the case. Mm. And, you know, this is why what you had in mind might actually not work out to the extent you thought it would. This is because, you know, you're not accounting for certain things and in showing people what their potential taxation will be in retirement based on, you know, based on at least today's rates is something that's pretty crucial in, in part of the retirement plan process for me because showing them that in, in how we can potentially fix that or alleviate some of that taxation, but just by some, you know, minor strategies or planning techniques that we can use with different types of accounts and conversions and things like that can be huge and have a massive impact on your overall retirement plan, put you in a low, potentially lower bracket in the future, and just have a really compounding effect on, on everything. And we're going to be dealing with taxes in a whole different way. Right now, it's just basically you pay your taxes on your paycheck, you pay your taxes on April the 15th or this year the 18th, and that's really what we deal with as far as taxes are concerned. But if you own stocks or you own mutual funds, you own these things right now, and you're going to sell some of them in your retirement years as income to help fund your retirement, then there could be this thing called capital gains on it. And that's something that a lot of us haven't dealt with during our working lives. And it's sometimes if people come in with a taxable brokerage account or joint brokerage account, more often than not, they'll have pretty significant long-term unrealized capital gains. Mm -hmm. And they're not aware of like the how that impact that that will have on their retirement in their taxation levels in retirement. And it is sometimes almost like you're, you're handcuffed because of these capital gains. And you, it's hard to, you know, show that, you know, well, it is actually tough to sell and withdraw the money because of the overall impact it has from a taxation standpoint for whatever year that might be. Um, so capital gains are, are a pretty crucial thing when you're looking at it, you know, coupling that with ordinary income and, and fixed income amounts in retirement and making sure you strategize correctly in having, making sure you're efficiently investing after tax money. So you don't necessarily have massive capital gains going forward in the future preventing you from, or unrealized capital gains in the future preventing you from, you know, wanting to spend that money. I have friends that, um, you know, they work for companies for many years and part of their compensation is they get paid in company stock. Mm -hmm. So at the end of their career, they're going to have all of this company stock. And so that's going to be something that they use to fund their retirement. You start selling that, and that means taxation. And that is one of the, the I don't know, what red flags that goes up in your retirement that all of a sudden this puts you in a different place tax-wise, doesn't it? It does. Everything kind of, from a taxation standpoint, it all goes together and it all has some sort of effect on the other thing. So when you're looking at, you know, if you're selling highly appreciated stock, 
it will have a potential impact on, you know, Social Security and how that gets taxed mm-hmm. and your, your, your pension or your, you know, even your IRAs and 401k withdrawals and how you're going to be, you know, withdrawing money there. Maybe, again, you'll have because of this highly appreciated stock and you having to sell it because you need the money, it might have some effects on your Medicare and, and you might have increased, you know, significantly increased premiums for a period of time, you know, once you're 65 or older when you're on Medicare, but in, increased premiums because of the sale of the stock. So it, you want to make sure you're aware of the effect that it will have before you actually make that transaction come true. Right? So it's it's like dominoes. It's, it's like, it is. you know, one thing we want to put all this income together, well, the income puts you in a different tax bracket. So now we have to deal with that. Or you worry about Social Security, you got your income all taken care of, and then you take the income and then that taxes your Social Security mm-hmm. and it makes your Medicare premiums higher. It's like ding, 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 all of these things. It just one affects the other. So, you know, in my opinion, I've said this before, a, a retirement plan isn't really a retirement plan without a tax plan. Is it's not. You know, I don't like to really compare um, a retirement plan or retirement in general to a game, but like it's like Jenga. If you take out the wrong block, it has a crippling effect and mm-hmm. the tower falls. So if you're doing that, it does have a major effect. But if you take out the right one, the structure stays sturdy, mm-hmm. right? And has and has, still has a strong foundation. So you want to make sure when you're you're looking at the taxation and how it affects things, it, it, again, it's just, I always stress this, but it's almost, you know, it's just as important as a good return from your retirement accounts is having the correct taxation. You know, if you could save 5% per year in taxes, that's add that on top of a, you know, return that helps to put you ahead of the game. So I always use this and say, have you got this box checked off? You, you may have your social security locked down. You know what your income is going to be. You've saved a whole bunch of money for retirement. You know, you may not have an income plan. You may not have a health problem. You may not have a lot of problems in retirement, but everybody's got a tax problem in retirement. And that's where a 365 retirement plan can really help out. Let's sit down and talk about these dominoes and how they affect each other. And if you have not run those kind of numbers, it's really important to do that because if you had to write a big check to the government this year, you don't want to do that when you're 75 years old, do you? No, nobody does. So let's sit down and work through that. Give us a call or go to our website and let's sit down. We build these plans at no charge. If you've saved $500,000 for retirement, that puts you in this bracket of really needing planning and needing tax planning and needing income planning and social security planning. And boy, when you get into your 70s and 80s, you don't want to be writing these big checks. Let's sit down and work through it. 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. Or online, just go to our website, very easy, 365retirement.com. A window pops up, says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that and you'll be on your way. Well, one of the things that Ryan said in that segment there is, as the government continues to change the tax laws, That's what we're going to go into coming up next on 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. We hope you're enjoying the retirement conversation. If you're ready to take the next step, 
Call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. And welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Each week, we bring in one of the guys from Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston, to get their unique take on what's happening out there when people come in and want to talk about their finances, their investments, their retirement, and start to plan about that. And today, Ryan Marston is with us, and we're talking a lot about taxes as we were sitting down today. And one of the things that Ryan said is, you know, you got to have a tax plan, but you also got to keep up on what the government is doing. We know that the the Trump tax reforms will expire in in not too long a few in the future, and we also know that the Congress is working on different changes all the time. And Ryan, just a week ago, the House passed uh, Secure Act 2.0, mm-hmm. and now it's going over to the Senate. And there's some interesting changes that they have in how and when we're going to take our money. What do we know so far? Yeah, one of the main ones that actually really did stick out, and I don't know, as I'm reading through, I'm like, didn't we just change this and we're changing things again? But it's the required minimum distributions, your RMDs, which not too long ago, that age was 70 and a half. And then in 2020, that was changed to now it's 72. Mm-hmm. And then the proposal in the Secure Act 2.0, beginning in next year, would actually be age 73. So they're increasing it yet again to another year out. And then actually out in 2029, it goes to 74 and 2032 to 75. Wow. Back two years ago, it was 70 and a half. And going out 10 years from now, it's going to be 75. Four and a half, five-year difference is a pretty significant amount of time or a big change in that 10-year period. So that seems like a good thing. Um, that they're not telling us that we have to take this money at a certain rate all the way up to 75. But, you know, I would think that people will probably be tapping into that money anyway Mm -hmm. uh, between 70 and 75. They'll take what they need, and then the government tells you this is how much you have to take. So there's kind of a table there, and they never tell us what the new table is going to be, do they? They don't. That's a big, big factor when you're looking at all this, right? The table could be an increased percentage, Mm -hmm. right? So it's actually requiring you to take out more, you know, at, at 73, 74, whatever that age is. Like you said. You think it would be a good thing. It can be a good thing as long as you plan for it and take it to your, use it to your advantage. You know, I do look at it as a good thing because it allows you a greater window of time where you can strategize on your own accord without the government mandating you to actually pull from your pre-tax dollars. Yeah, if right somebody's going to do a, a conversion and they say, well, I'm going to start at age 62, now they've got a couple more years and they can yep. take a little less and take a little less tax hit. Yeah, or let's just say someone doesn't retire till they're 67 or even 70, mm-hmm. right? You know, the, the window you had before might have been, you know, only a couple of years to do some conversions from your pre-tax assets into a Roth, Roth IRA, Roth 401k. Well, now that window increased a little bit. So, like I said, if you as long as you take advantage of it, it can potentially be a good thing. If you continue to kick the tax bucket down the road, and again, we don't know the table, what the withdrawals will be or have to take out of the actual pre-tax assets, if you kick that can down the road, it could actually compile and have a worse effect on, mm-hmm. on your taxes from 73, 74 on versus, you know, what it would have been at 
starting him at 72. So there's always something weird and random when they come in here. I always thought that 59 and a half was weird. I thought 70 and a half was weird. Well, they continue to do the weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They do. They, there, there's actually another one inside the Secure Act 2.0. It's the catch-up contributions. So they, they, I think they just pulled these ages out of a hat, and they said that if you were between the ages of 62 to 64, instead of what is now the $6,500 a year catch-up contribution to your IRA, it can actually increase that to 10000 per year. <laughs> I'm not, I, I don't truly understand why they use those, you know, the, the small mm. window of ages there, and it's just before retirement because it doesn't allow you maybe for growth on those assets. Mm-hmm. It's just putting some extra cash in pre-tax dollars, which, you know, might not even be the best route to go about at that point in time. Wow. Interesting. All right. So what else do we know here? There's a few other things. And again, these are just proposals. It's now going to the Senate and they'll have to check off on this before it actually becomes law. But it was passed by the House by a massive measure. I mean, it was like 400 to 10 or something like that. It was crazy. So we figure it's going to go through the Senate. So what else do we know about this? Yeah, the um, you know, this is a minor one in terms of who it actually affects. I don't think many people will see this, but it, you know, before there was an RMD penalty that if you forgot to take your RMD, the IRS would actually penalize you 50% and you would still have to take that RMD out anyways. They're reducing that to 25%. So it's still a very significant penalty of mm-hmm. 25%. So if your RMD, let's just say was $40,000, they're still going to penalize you $10,000 and you still have to take the $40,000 on top of that out of your already pre-tax assets. So it's still a significant enough penalty. So people don't forget, but it, but you know, before it was the largest penalty you could incur. Then there's another taxation another deal in there that says, oops, I'm sorry, I goofed here. Here's your money. And they'll make it down to 10 <laughs> percent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's if you do it in like a timely manner, right. I believe, or something like that. I'm not there's no clarity. That's the other thing when they, they have these provisions up. There's like there's, you know, very little clarity and lower details on like what is the window, Right. How long did you have if you did make that error? Right. So. Yeah, that is definitely one of the other ones that sticks out. The other thing is allowing the Roth changes inside of a 401k and allowing employer actual contributions, not you as the employee, but your actual employer contributions potentially going to a the Roth side of your 401k, where right now any employer contributions go to the pre-tax side of a uh, 401k plan. Okay. And inside that 401k plan, another change is any of the catch-up contributions that you can start making come age 50, those will actually be required to go to the Roth side of the 401k plan. So, you know, if you were using those catch-up contributions after you turn 50 into the 401k, you can no longer get, a, you know, the increased tax deduction of putting it in the pre-tax bucket. So that has to go to the Roth side of the 401k. And that might be something that people don't know about. That's actually in my current employer plan that they do now have a Roth IRA. So I can put that in there, but their contribution, their match is a regular IRA. So it's, it's, 
pre-taxed exactly. money. So, so I know I'm going to have a mix of both when I get into my retirement. So that's an interesting change right there. Well, as these laws change, not only do you have to keep up with it, which is pretty tough, to have a financial professional in your life, to have a team there that's saying, okay, hey, we have set our course here, but they just changed the rules. So now we have to make an adjustment. Ryan, that's an important part of financial planning and the ongoing use of a financial plan. It is because these changes more often, you know, the ones we've seen recently, they open up windows potentially of make, having more techniques and planning tools at, at our discretion within your retirement to just put you in a better place. Again, if you don't, you know, take advantage of the tools and or the changes that are made, then you could find yourself in a worse place mm -hmm. um, taxation wise. But if as long as once these changes are made, you explore, what, you know, the changes and how they could alter your planning or retire, you know, your overall retirement plan and what you can do to put yourself in a better situation, you know, years down the road it could have a dramatic impact. Well, if you don't have a tax plan, you actually do. It's called Uncle Sam's tax plan, and that makes you pay at the top of the ticket. And who wants to do that? You want to have a little more control of this, and that takes some planning, some math, some strategy, and we call that the 365 retirement plan. Give us a call at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, and let's build that plan for you at no charge. Give us a call. Let's sit down, get an appointment, put the papers on the table and say, this is what I've saved for my whole life. I'd like to keep it. I'd like to protect it. I'd like to make sure that I'm putting it in my pocket, not Uncle Sam's. All good discussions. 617-440-9365 gets you started. 617-440-9365 or online, 365retirement.com. Go to the website as you scroll down, learn a little bit more about Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. A window pops up, says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? Just click on that prompt right there. We'll ask you to put in a little information. Our team reaches out to you and says, Let's sit down. Let's get a date on a calendar and do this. Again, 365retirement.com. So we talk about protecting our money. We talk about protecting it against taxes. We talk about protecting it against a market decline. Have you thought about the idea of protecting your money against a health care event, specifically a long-term health care event? The people at Mass Mutual found when they asked people, do you think you'll need a nursing home? Do you think you'll need long-term care? Only 15% of them said that they're going to need it. Yet if you look at what the Department of Health says, 70% of us are going to probably need some kind of care. That might be in a home, your own home, but that might be in some kind of a facility. And the cost of this is huge. It can be a retirement wrecker. So, Ryan, what do we do? How do we approach that? What do we do about it? Yeah, so when we sit down and we go through your, you know, the 365 retirement plan, the first thing we take a look at is gearing up for retirement, making sure you have a strong foundation and you put yourself in a good income situation and in saving situation, getting ready for retirement in the beginning stages of retirement. You know, one of the second steps we look at is asset protection and risk assessment, so to speak, from the long-term care standpoint, healthcare needs. We want to take a look and analyze what affects the long-term care, a nursing home situation, again, just a long-term care event would happen in your life and how it would impact 
your specific retirement plan because it can it affects people very dramatically you know dramatically different you might have the ability to self-insure and have a lot of money saved and that might be one of the ways that you do it just off current savings retirement assets etc you might have such strong income levels due to pensions and social security that your income would be able to actually pay for the long uh, you know a nursing home event more often than not, those are not the cases, but you know, three and four is insuring for it. So if that is one of your concerns, as it should be, because it affects majority of Americans living here, there's ways of going about it and different ways of going about it. There's the old long-term care policies, which a lot of companies really don't offer now. There's insurance policies with long-term care riders that you know help to give you a pool of assets that would go towards a long-term care need if you lost two out of six activities of daily living defined by long-term care. There's different annuity options that would enhance your income payout if you do have a long-term care event and again lost two out of six activities of daily living as defined by long-term care but it's something that you should explore and see what your exposure is to your specific retirement plan and then look at ways of potentially fixing the gap of that exposure and what the cost would be you know in plain english if you don't do something about this if this happens to you or your spouse what are you doing you're writing checks you're writing checks out of your retirement plan, your retirement accounts, mm -hmm. until there's not any money there anymore. Yeah. And at six, eight, ten thousand dollars a month, it goes quick, doesn't Let's it? Let's just say you need one hundred twenty thousand dollars for long-term care needs, and that's everything's in you know pre-tax assets that you need to pull out. Well, it's not one hundred twenty you're pulling out; it's you know two hundred thousand you're pulling out to yeah. get the one twenty, right? Yeah. And then that can have a crippling effect to your retirement plan, your estate plan that you wanted to leave to your heirs, etc. So there's ways of insuring against it if you don't have it already set up. Another one of those boxes that many of us don't even want to talk about, but many of us don't have that box checked off in our retirement plan to sit down and talk through all of the aspects of it, not just protecting your money against markets and taxes and fees and all these things that we talk about here on the show, but protecting your assets, your life's work against a healthcare event. Do you want all your money to go to a nursing home? Of course not. You want this to go to your spouse. You want this to go to your family. That's the kind of planning it takes when we sit down and build a 365 retirement plan. Give us a call or go to our website. Let's have this conversation. 617-440-9365. We do this at no charge. It's time. You listen to the show all these years and you say, one of these days I'll call. One of these days I'll sit down and talk about this. It's time. 365retirement.com is our website. Just scroll through there. A window pops up, says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that and you'll be on your way. You're listening to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and podcast with Ryan Marston, and we will be right back. We hope you're learning a lot from today's show, but how does it apply to your situation? You can find out with a call to the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365 and on your computer at 365retirement.com. 
And welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Ryan Marston Day, one of the wealth partners at Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners. You've heard these guys on the radio for many years, and you say to yourself, one of these days, I'll have that conversation. I'll give those guys a call. I know I've got to do that. Well, you know what? It's getting closer and closer and closer to your retirement. Why don't we have that conversation right now? Because if there's something that you could do now to make your retirement better in the future, wouldn't you want to know that right now? And that's kind of where we're going next is a lot of people believe that they can do this themselves. So the people at Northwestern Mutual went out and talked to a bunch of people who don't have financial advisors and professionals in their lives. And this is Jack Otter from Barron's. And he said, a person like that maybe can do it, but they're going to miss a few things. People tend not to do really dumb things. They make lots and lots of very small decisions that are wrong because they don't have the expertise. You know, they tap the Roth 401k first. Most advisors in most cases say, you know what, save that, let it compound without taxes and tap the other sources. So that's very technical, but there's lots of little decisions that you make correctly if you have advice. All right. So the little things can add up to big things and nobody wants to run into a big roadblock in their retirement years. Ryan, as people come in, I mean, we've talked through a whole bunch of things here on the show already that people might miss. What are some of the things that they're like wide eyed moments? Somebody looks at you and goes, wow, I never thought of that. I think when people come in and sit down, if, if they think they can do it on their own, generally they're thinking about like the investment management and they don't mm-hmm. really understand all the other things that go around retirement planning and financial planning. You know, when we sit down and we do a full analysis and put together that analysis and then couple that with the actual retirement plan and how show them their current situation and how we can potentially improve that situation, different strategies on withdrawals, deferring certain buckets out in, in withdrawing certain taxationable buckets earlier versus later. Like he mentioned, the tax free that the you know, the technical way of going about it, you know, deferring out the tax free dollars, the Roth IRA, the Roth four hundred one K, letting that continue to grow at a tax free rate and pulling it out at a tax free with the tax free income in the future is a very crucial part of a retirement plan. And that is something that I try to implore when I'm going through someone's actual plan. But I think it it always does evolve around like the further down the road, 10 plus years out, how the taxation and the different structures of the buckets of assets beyond just the investment management has such a big impact on on the dollar amount or, or what their projections look like in the future versus their just current plan. And it compounds and continues to compound on a year after year basis. That is the wide-eyed moment to me. Mm -hmm. So this is more than just investments. This is more than just the date you take Social Security. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've talked about taxes on the show. We've talked about long-term care on the show. And, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't have no idea what this is all costing them. They put money into a 401K, and it's actually – there's fees associated with this. But because we're not writing a check at the end of every month for this company like a Fidelity or a Vanguard or whatever it is that you have, uh, we don't even see that. That stuff, but when you get into retirement, this becomes a big deal, doesn't it? Yeah, when you have a retirement plan done, it's not just the investments. It's not just when to take your Social Security. It's not just, you know, what types of assets to set up in terms of like different types of accounts. It's it's looking at all that stuff and how it affects everything. It's all of that together when, you know, the way I look at it and how it all has it's such a big effect on each other. The trickle down effect does really come into play and it all improves your situation. Those little things add up 
to, you know, potentially big improvements in your overall retirement plan. And without those little things, you know, it can have a negative impact on your retirement. So it is very crucial when you're sitting down and you're going through your, your retirement plan, your analysis and projecting out to the future that it, you're accounting for everything going on. And again, and especially in today's climate, like we talked about earlier, with you want to account for inflation, increased expenses in the future, you know, rising interest rate environment. So there's a lot of things you need to encompass inside that retirement plan. So we look at it in a very, very simple way. When we go into retirement, we say things like, I don't want to run out of money. Mm -hmm. Am I going to be okay? You look at it and say, let's get the boxes checked off for investments and social security and taxes and fees and order of withdrawal and increasing income and inflation and increasing in taxes, all these different things. These are things that we don't think about, but we all look at this and just say, Am I going to be okay? And I think, Ryan, as you sit down with somebody at the conference table, that's really what their concern is. It it? it is. And I can get as technical as someone wants or kind of, you know, just kind of get down to the bullet points if someone Mm -hmm. wants that, right? And the bottom line is what they want to see and how these changes will impact the end result, right? And, you know, not saying the end, you know, we don't have a crystal ball, so we don't know actually when the end result is, you know, when you pass away, but projecting out 10, 20 years down the road, what changes that we're showing you can make within your retirement plan, how those affect that far down the road, it has a big, big effect on your overall plan. And this is where we say this is not your mom and dad's retirement because your mom and dad, they filed for Social Security, they saved money in the bank, and they maybe had a pension. Mm -hmm. And that was as simple as it is. They talk about that three-legged stool. Well, that stool is kind of wobbly right now. It's 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 a little, there's a couple of the legs are kind of uh, cockeyed right now because of where we're at. Our interest rates are low. We don't have that anymore. The Mm -hmm. bank isn't giving us anything. Social Security is a little bit wobbly. The market is very different than what it was with your parents. These are things that we have to take into consideration. We have to go about this in a different way to account for what we're dealing with now. If you think of yourself right now, if you went into retirement right now, this month, and you had a fixed income that you were going to go for the next 20 or 25 years, and all of a sudden, gas prices spiked, grocery store prices spiked, you wanted to go on vacation, and all of a sudden, the hotel room was not $200, it was $600. -hmm. And all of that stuff is going on, you're saying, man, I can't do this the way that I thought I could do this. That's what it means to sit down and have a plan looking not just in the next five years, but the next 15, 20, 30 years. That's what it is to have a 365 retirement plan. Give us a call. Let's sit down and build that kind of plan for you. 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. Or use our website, 365retirement.com. Well, speaking of the way that our parents planned for retirement, Pensions are still out there. There are still government pensions, hospital pensions, railroad pensions. There's a lot of places that still have pensions. But we all wonder now, with all this in the news about pensions going broke, should we rely on that pension? And, Ryan, how many people now come into you with a pension and then they question, should I take that lump sum? Should I take the monthly payout? What do you say to them? 
It depends on the situation. Okay, um, that's usually my my answer to most things because I I need time to analyze things, right? I never give an answer with unless I I know like the facts behind the answer, but it really depends. We want to take a look at a few different things, like you know if you do take the pension option, the income, the fixed income on a yearly basis. What other assets do you have set up? What other income sources do you have set up? What company did you work for? Where is the pension? Like, how, how, how is the pension being invested and funded? Is it stable in terms of how they're investing things? You know, there was an article that, you know, we're referencing here in the street, and that article actually goes into a lot of pensions and how they're actually investing assets and why they might run into some trouble in the coming years because of underperforming assets. Like, you know, a lot of pensions do have a lot of bonds and bonds inside their actual investments within the pension. And we talked earlier about, you know, the bonds performance and and the current interest rate environment and yield of bonds. And that underperformance can have a dramatic effect on the actual pension fund. So you just want to make sure if you do take the income payout, that that pension fund will be there 20, 30 years for you down the road when you're going to need it the most. And then if you don't, you know, exploring the other alternatives is that lump sum option, like we said, you know, we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. If you do take the lump sum, how can we invest it in a way that we still put you in a secure enough retirement that you feel comfortable with? You still have enough fixed income coming in on a monthly, yearly basis that accounts for expenses. Maybe it allows you, because you took the lump sum, not only is it plenty fixed income, but it now gives you potentially assets to put in a growth bucket to combat future inflation where you didn't have everything before because everything was inside the pension, just your pension because you didn't have another savings vehicle. It really does depend on your situation, what other outside assets you have, what fixed income you have, health considerations, beneficiaries. There's, There's just a lot of circumstances that you need to be aware of before you actually make such a big, big decision in your, in your life. You go around the country and you talk to people and, you know, a, a, a auto pension in Detroit might be something people think I'm feeling pretty good about that, but you go someplace else and they say an airline pension might be a little iffy because of all of the big buyouts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, a government pension might be good, but a city pension might be a little iffy yet. You just, you know, you have to talk through all of these things and to sit down and have somebody to talk through it with somebody who goes through retirement every day, you're going to do this once the people at Rubino and Lang have been doing this for 30 years and will continue to do this and go through retirement every single day. That's the kind of advice that you want to sit down and go through and get that perspective on things. Give us a call. Let's talk through your specific concerns and needs about retirement. It's like a fingerprint. Everybody is going to be different when it comes to planning for retirement. Two ways you can get in touch with us. We do these assessments, these plans at no charge. 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. Or use our website, 365retirement.com. Scroll around a little bit, learn about Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. The window pops up, says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? That's the one to click right there. And then follow the prompts. Our team will reach out to you and we'll get a date on a calendar. Thanks so much for listening to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. We'll see you next time. 
For more information, to schedule a consultation or upcoming retirement planning events and radio show times, go to rlwealtheducates.com. John Conley and Ryan Marston are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed can be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Conley, Ryan Marston, or Sam Lang are licensed in your state, please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through RNL Insurance Agency. Massachusetts license number 1783398. 